Hey there, Shelly. Have you heard about VanHack? Oh, you mean the HR tech sensation that's taking the recruitment world by storm? That's the one. VanHack is revolutionizing how companies find top talent globally. Imagine connecting with skilled professionals from all around the world without the hassle. Absolutely. VanHack has a great team and seamless technology where recruiters and companies can discover talent with ease. And they have a talent pool specifically curated for tech professionals. Tech savvy and globally connected, just what every company needs. VanHack offers tailored solutions for companies of all sizes, from startups to Fortune 500 giants. So if you're ready to take your recruitment game to the next level, join VanHack today. Yeah, visit VanHack and unlock a world of talent right at your fingertips. VanHack.com, where global recruitment meets simplicity. Welcome to the Recruitment Flex with Serge and Shelly. I'm Serge. And I'm Shelly. And we talk all things recruitment starting right now. Bonjour and welcome to the Recruitment Flex. Shelly, I am actually surprised that you have not met this guest because we partied hard with him in Vegas at Unleash and you were just where was in the I? corner somewhere. I don't know where you were. Was I unconscious somewhere? I don't know, <laughs> but we're going to remedy that. So I'm super pleased to introduce someone I'm going to get to know a little better and so is our audience. Omar Khatib is the CEO of JobPixel. Omar, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be here. And yes. heard a lot of great things about you, Shelly. Serge, I already know you. We already drank together. <laughs> a lot of fun together. But don't tell everybody we partied hard, man. I got a reputation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm exaggerating because I never party hard. So let's just say we did. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Exactly. Right. You got yeah, it. You dads don't get out much. I know. So let's start the place we love to always start. And I know our audience loves to hear as well. Omar, talk to us a bit about your journey into the HR tech space. Talk to us about about you. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually came to the United States as an international student. I went to school at Davis. Never had you know background in HR or TA tech in general. Had the idea for JobPixel when I was working at my previous company. I saw a broken hiring process. I didn't know what I didn't know. And one of my closest friends worked at Lyft at the time. I told him about my idea over drinks search. He said, I have someone that you should meet, my current boss. So my co-founder, Anthony, who is my current CTO, had left LinkedIn to Lyft. And that's when he met my friend who ended up introducing us. Anthony's background, uh, he helped build and sell a company called Bright.com to LinkedIn back in 2014. They sold for $120 million. It was one of the first job boards to use AI to match job seekers to jobs. It was something called the Bright Score. And then Anthony spent close to five years at LinkedIn building a lot of their job ecosystem from the current job board, LinkedIn recruiter, and so much more. So when I met Anthony, I was this millennial with the idea of bringing video to the space. I had no idea what was going on in this industry. I barely knew the names of the ATSs. So when I met him, he like gave me this wealth of knowledge and understanding of the space. And we just partnered. And honestly, every single day, I meet people like you, like Serge, like Chad Sawash, for example. And I learn more and more every day from this industry. It's been like a drinking from a fire hydrant for sure. Learned a lot, met a lot. Yeah. I, I do want to dig in on something you said because you came out fresh not knowing the industry. And we come across a lot of entrepreneurs in this space that have never really 
worked in this industry or really learned about it, what advice would you give to someone starting a company in HR tech? What should they do first? If you don't have thick skin, don't even enter this industry. That's all I can say. It's building your relationships and building trust with people takes a lot of time in HR tech. HR people, when they trust you, they will love you and they will be the most loyal friend of yours. But to get to that level, it takes a long time. So be honest, be direct, and you know, stop selling for God's sake. That's the biggest other thing that I tell founders. They come in and they're like, let me sell this. And so you can't sell to HR. You work with HR. You don't sell to HR. The moment you sell to HR, you're losing that battle every single time. So treat your customers like your friends, build a really good deep relationship with them. Then the money will come eventually. But don't try to be, what are they called? Snake oil salesmen. They hate being sold to. It doesn't work. So true. So talk more about what was your big idea. You touched on it that it's had something to do with video. Yep. But what was your big, hairy, audacious idea that Anthony went, oh, let's co-found something? Super simple. I started seeing this growth of day in the life video stories on TikTok and other platforms. And then I saw a problem at my previous company where candidates would join and then would leave after two to three weeks because they didn't get a proper introduction or overview of what the actual role looks like from day to day. I realized that video content can help solve that problem really easily by simply explaining to a candidate, what does it look like to work at this organization? What is expected from you, et cetera, in a very simple format that gets them excited and also helps you with quality, right? If you don't know what this position is and you end up joining and then it ends up being not what you expected, you're probably going to leave, especially in a hot market like 2020, 2021. So when I came up to Anthony, Anthony had been thinking about video for a long time. He came from this ad world and the jobs Mm -hmm. boards and all that kind of stuff. So he understood how important video is to boost conversion rates, to boost excitement from candidates, and also even boost your candidate quality in general. So JobPixel, where did that come out? What's the name? What's the mission of JobPixel? So we like to say a pixel makes one image and then a group of pixels is in one image and a group of image is video. Anthony came up with it, not me. So I give him all the credit for that. But basically job pixel means it's showing you the full picture of a job or a company or a story or a culture or a brand. So Omar, you raised around 2.6 million. How long have you been on board? Two years, right? Two and a half years. Yep. And this is a marketplace that really has been guided by Ultru that sold to iSims. And we've seen some competitors come after the fact. Jamir, who just sold recently, and we've had Good Seeker on the show. We've had Spark Start, I believe it's called. And I know there's also Video My Job. What is different about Job Pixel? So there's a lot of different things. First of all, we love seeing other competitors in the market because that just shows credibility and that there is a market here. A lot of smart people are chasing after the same goal, but there's not a clear leader just yet in the video space. There's a, a lot of different things that differentiate us. One is our use of AI into the platform itself. We don't use generative AI to actually create the videos. We actually collect real stories from real people. We use AI to make the content better. A lot Mm. of our customers are healthcare customers that record in loud environments. So being able to easily remove background audio, make the videos crystal clear using AI and make it that simple is a lot easier than having them record the video, then hire an army of editors to remove all the background audio manually. It's costly. Mm. So we use AI to make the video content better without affecting its authenticity. Number two is going to be allowing 
people to have a conversation. HR people are not marketers. If you're going to approach HR folks like they're marketers, you're going to lose that battle every single time. Shelly, given your background, you probably know this really well. Assigning a content success manager to every single customer that we work with is essential to their success. When a new customer joins JobPixel, they actually sit down with one of the content success managers that is assigned to them that helps them in everything from ideas, execution, where do they want to deploy the content. Next up, we track everything in our platform, views, clicks, everything. When you deploy the content, we're not just saying, hey, let's deploy video and call it a day. HR and talent acquisition folks have a hard time tracking their data and understanding what brings ROI and what doesn't. It's an issue in our industry. So we made it crystal clear and really easy for organizations when they embed this content on their job postings, when they send it to candidates, when they're sourcing them, et cetera, to be able to track all that content, how well it's performing and how that's affecting your bottom line. Not just saying, let's put a video on a website and that boosts the conversion rates. That doesn't make a lot of sense. You have to track how many people actually watched this and then ended up taking you to the next page, to the next page, to the next page, putting a marketing lens and making it really simple. Who is your target market? Is it small, medium, large enterprise? Who are you going after? So medium to large enterprise, we try to stay away from smaller organizations because they're not hiring as much where video is actually going to make sense for them. And we focus on organizations that go after high volume positions. Video is not for everyone. If you come in and say the general statement of, oh, video is great for every position, that is not true. That doesn't work. If you're hiring engineers where only two or three applicants are actually a good fit, adding a video to the page is not really going to make a huge difference. But Mm. if you're hiring registered nurses, like one of our great customers, Arkansas Children's Hospital, that hires hundreds of nurses every single quarter, that starts to make a lot of sense when your 10, 15 person recruiting team is doing outreach to candidates and all these candidates are being reached out to by other hospitals and different systems. They're getting the same message on LinkedIn, on Indeed, et cetera. That difference between your actual messaging and showing video and why your culture is different is going to make a huge impact in your bottom line than putting it in every job and then hoping for a different result. Here's my concern, Omar, when it comes to this. Around four years ago, I decided I'm going to do video on all my job ads, right? And I'm going to do it organically. I'm just going to do Zoom, do some post production after the fact, make it two to three minutes. And I had an extremely hard time getting my hiring managers to come on on video. And I was even interviewing them. How do you overcome this challenge? Because I can tell you the general population just hates being on video. Like I'm very handsome. And when I see myself on video, beautiful, it's hard for me. So how do you overcome that challenge of people not wanting to be on video or a little bit self-conscious of being on video? Mm-hmm. If you keep chasing after hiring managers, you're never going to get anything done. Okay. Recruiters know this very well. <laughs> so the trick is not just relying on hiring managers for the videos. It's actually going out there and finding champions in your organization that are creators, that are the ones who are creating content. Every organization, no matter where you are, big or small, you ask some people, who do you think are really great ambassadors for your organization? I promise you, they're going to be like, oh, Stacy, Jack, and this one. Everyone knows those people at that organization. And one of the things that JobPixel allows you to do, we don't send a request just to hiring manager. I think that's a terrible approach. The best approach is to send a request out to everyone in the organization, discover who are your best content creators are, then use those people to actually become the brand voices for your organization. And then if you want to dig on specific jobs, get some snippets from hiring managers talking a little bit about the job, but have it be a more holistic 
compilation. It doesn't have to be just one bobblehead talking in a video. It can be multiple people, combine them together, add your company's branding and music and everything, and make one beautiful video that is authentic, that reflects on the job, and also reflects the company as a whole. Having one person, one hiring manager is never going to work. And that's why you had a hard time, Serge, getting videos. If you're going after hiring managers, they're really busy. They have a job to do. So they're not going to make videos. It's just the reality of the situation. I did end up getting some, but then I got lazy. And I'm like, I'm tired of chasing. Screw this. I'm moving away from it. Shelly, sorry, I'm taking over this morning. I've got a ton of other questions. I know, I know. And do you know what's interesting, Omar, is... I don't know if it's maybe just certain industries, but when you find your internal employer brand champion or whatever you want to call them, I don't know if I'm superstitious or something, but they usually end up leaving the company within six months after doing (laughs) this rah-rah video. It's just a phenomenon that I've seen happen in just about every company I've worked with. That's funny. So be careful. Don't pick your top producers because it's like the kiss of death. So, sorry, that was just my own little editorial comment there. So, who in the organization should own this process? Because you make it sound easy, but anybody who's ever done video, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Your content managers, what is their role in the process here? And is that what makes JobPixel a better solution? How we approach it is we, first of all, talk to the customer and say, what is it you're trying to accomplish? Are you trying to get more conversion rates on the landing page? Are you trying to get more quality applicants? What is the goal? And understanding what are your problems? Once they do that, then we start digging deeper into what kind of content that they need to actually create. If a lot of their candidates that they're getting are saying, oh, I didn't realize that the job looks like this, which happens a lot in retail, right? Retail has this issue where the candidate starts gets excited, and then they find out the job is not exactly what they anticipated. And then boom, just like that, they have a ghosting problem and the candidate doesn't show up to the first day of work. And it's a big issue. So that's your problem. Then content from existing workers that are doing that specific job, not the hiring manager, existing person that is doing that job would help Mm -hmm. them create that content. So our platform does everything from sending the request out, it gets to them via either a text message or an email. They'll be able to click into it. They don't have to download any apps or extra software. And then once that happens, their camera actually will open up and they'll be able to record their video. But on top of that, if your employees don't know what to say, they actually can ask our JobPixel's AI to help them build the script. Cool. Mm. Or a timeline of their videos. The problem with video is that if you just say, hey, sir, hey, Shelly, here, record me a video. What are you going to say? Most of the time, people don't know what to say. So we have a teleprompter that has an AI capability. You can turn off or on. It's up to you. And then you can attach a specific script or instructions. So someone can actually come in, read off of it, and know exactly what they need to make for this specific video, and then send it over to you. If you go send out requests out and then hope people make videos, you're never going to get them. And that's how we approach it. The content success manager helps you identify what that script looks like, what your strategy looks like, who to send it to. And then once the videos come in, helps you select the videos that you think are great. And then if we need to get approval from marketing or someone else, we're with you in that process. And then the editing and branding of those videos happens in an hour or two, either on the platform or through our content success managers. Social media has become essential. It's been essential probably for the last 10 years when it comes to employer branding efforts. 
you've seen your videos on all these different channels, different platforms. What are the best channels for these organizations that are trying to reach and engage with a potential candidate? It depends on the on the position, right? And the industry and where you are. And reality is, if you're trying to attract nurses, you, you got to go upload the, your videos to TikTok. Yeah. You know, nurses in their breaks, they're looking at TikTok. If you're going after truck drivers, you need to be on trucking websites. You need to be on Reddit and other places like that and put your videos there. That's why I deeply believe every organization that is in, in the high volume world needs to hire at least one employer branding person or recruitment mm. marketing person to come help them manage that. And if you don't, work with a person like Shelly to actually help you get that done. Okay, I was going to say, do you advise clients then on... Yeah, 100%. You have so much on your plate as a TA and HR person, clients, making sure your job descriptions are following the law. There's so much going, uh, no budget. You need somebody to help you. We work as an extension of your team at JobPixel, but we're not the end all be all and solution to your problems. You need to work with a branding expert or a recruitment marketing expert because HR and TA are not marketers. They need somebody who understands the platforms that they want to go post on. What are the best channels and how to optimize those channels? It's not just post a video and then boom, just like that profit. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Where are your clients posting these most? Is it on their website, like on their career page, or is it on social media channels? The nice thing about job, we have three types of video. Our content is not just one type. We have our team stories widget, which is a little floating widget that goes on the bottom right, bottom left, or in the middle of a website. And it's fully trackable. So you can actually embed call to actions in each individual video. So for example, if you have a sales rep position and in the video, just the sales rep talking about the position, we can actually attach the link to your ATS inside the video. So when someone clicks on it, it will take them directly to some minute application. We can actually track if that happens. So that's version one. Number two is going to be our job description. The job description can be either embedded or sent. The embedded job description is going to be embedded inside your actual job catalog. So it automatically embeds every single time you create a job. And that helps you boost engagement on individual jobs. The second one is going to be the sendable video job description that a recruiter can use if they're finding candidates on Hire Easy, for example, or on LinkedIn Recruiter. They use our Chrome extension. They don't need to go open up job. So we have a Chrome extension that automatically attaches into your messaging. So you can select from your library and easily send that out to a candidate and boost your response rates. And then number three is going to be for internal use. A lot of our customers start using JobPixel after somebody's hired in the onboarding process, sending them five or six videos, welcoming them to the team, et cetera. And we have that in two different versions. One is an embedded on their intranet, their internal network at the company, or send via a link to someone in their onboarding package to welcome them in. Think of them like TikTok, like you flip one on your phone. So you're saying it's extending into the onboarding process. Yes. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I'm thinking, how long does it take to get this library of video together? Because I know most people, when they think of putting together video, it's six months to get one employer brand video out the door. No, I'm not kidding. You guys are both smiling at me. No, I know. I've done it. It's six months. 100%. It's six months. And, you know, it's such a painful process because you've got the editing and you've got the, oh, he didn't say that right and it didn't splice right. This sounds like a lifelong project. How long does this stuff take? On average, it takes one to two weeks to collect content and a maximum of a month. And we put very hard deadlines when we start onboarding a customer in terms of when do they collect content? Who do they send requests out as well? The other thing that we do that we're announcing very soon is called content for charity. 
for boosting engagement rates for making content by tying a specific charity. Each employee or person actually submits a video. We will make a donation to make a wish foundation or one of the charities that employer chooses to get employees more excited to actually record content mm, so like that. go to actual cause. And we're planning to productize that in the future. Interesting. Okay. I like that a lot. I think that's a brilliant idea as well. Like, how do you get people to be engaged to do this? I want to dig in a little bit into storytelling. You mentioned all these different ways that videos can be used. As a marketer and someone that's been in this space, I'm thinking, I don't want it to be disjointed, what I'm doing. I have an employer brand story that I want to tell. How should companies approach getting the storytelling right, the brand alignment? Everything seems sync and not disjointed. So that's by having really proper prompt in your request, right? If you just send a request out to someone, have them, again, just make a video, it's going to be disjointed. Everybody's going to say what they want to say. But we have a list of prompts that we've already built or the customer can build themselves before they send out a request out to someone. So that's a part of the content success strategy that we approach, where we talk to the customer and say, what are the three or four things that we want to make sure everybody touches on? And that's sent to the person in the request so they can read it and then submit their video. So that's how we keep things on brand, essentially. And multiple people can come into the account, the marketing or communication organization, and come in, be able to review the videos, look at them and make sure that they're on brand or not. We work with a lot of, you know, legacy industries, healthcare, energy is another one, trucking. And we've seen those organizations have a hard time like saying, oh, this is on brand or not. So we give them the opportunity to come in, review the content, and also create their prompt to make sure that everything flows really well. And again, you never want to bring up the old fight between marketing and TA. We try to work on both sides all the time. (laughs) Smart man. So I know we were touching on employer brand What's interesting, and I know you're right, is whether you have a formal employer brand strategy or plan, it still exists. For a lot of TA leaders, we understand that this is a super powerful medium. Seeing somebody do a job and the day in the life, you're absolutely right. I did it 15 years ago at an electricity company because new grads weren't even considering us as a place to go. So we did these day in the life and it was a smashing success because people can picture themselves there. But that was a long time ago. So where do we start? Do you recommend that we start with maybe the most critical skill set, maybe a little pilot first? Because it seems a little overwhelming. So never, ever start with saying, oh, we're going to make video for every position and all that. Doesn't work. We tried it. It is literally like a recipe to basically smashing yourself in a wall. The best strategy we've seen is select four to five jobs that you're always hiring for at your organization. I love using healthcare because they're always hiring technicians. They're always hiring registered nurses and some other positions, but let's just stick to registered nurses. We have two types of content and we are very specific about those two types of content. The first one is just culture content. Why did you join this organization? Not about your job, but why did Mm -hmm. you connect Mm -hmm. to this organization? And then you give people either a script or prompts to read off of and let them tell you their actual feeling. You're a registered nurse. I am sure 10 other hospitals were reaching out to you. Why did you pick ours? Why have you been here for 10 years? Ask them that question and get the story, the culture story. That's done. Number two is going to be job specific. Why do you like doing this specific job here? What does your day-to-day look like? 
And how has this been different from your other jobs elsewhere? So that's how we've approached it. And then once you get that content, what we notice in JobPixel is content is exponential. The moment we collect the first five to 10 videos from people, we allow you to attach existing videos you've collected into your request. So if somebody wants to send a request out to someone else in the organization, you'll be like, hey, Shelly already did it in the communication departments. Here's her video. Watch it before you make yours. And now you just motivated yeah. everybody to actually copy Shelly yeah. instead of saying, oh, am I the first one to do this? No one wants to ever be the first one to do something. So we allow you to attach that. And that's how we boost people's morale and get them really excited to actually make more content. Mm, but so you- smart. Let's talk about candidate experience. I think we can all agree that everyone hates the recruitment process in general. It's been broken for a long time and we've all tried to fix it in some oh, ways. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. We Exactly. <laughs> we still haven't figured it out. But I think, you know, what's worse than the recruitment process is the onboarding process. So talk a little bit more about what JobPixel does on the onboarding side and just your general feeling of how we can onboard employees way better than we are right now. So I think the majority of onboarding processes right now are broken. It's crazy. Think of you starting a new job search back in the day. You start the job, you're coming into an office and you're like, I'm trying to meet everybody and I have no idea who everyone is. People come up to you like, oh, I'm on your team. And oh, hey, I heard you just started. Welcome in, et cetera. And it's hard, right? You want to get the lay of the land. You want to understand how communication works. You want to understand the hierarchy. What we do here is pretty simple. We send a request out to an individual team. Let's just say you're joining a talent acquisition team. Talent acquisition goes in and creates five or six videos. One of our healthcare customers actually just did one last week, which was really cool to see. They just hired someone new to join their organization. And five or six people on the team all recorded videos saying, we'll just use Shelly as an example. Hello, Shelly. Welcome to the team. I'm the director of talent acquisition. You're going to be reporting to me. And this is why I'm excited for you to join our organization. And then the next person is going to be like, hey, I'm a recruiter on the team. We're going to be working alongside each other. Super excited to be with you. Here are some tips of tricks to be really successful at our hospital and so on and so forth. And that's what we've seen. And what happens is in the onboarding packet that they're sending out, they'll basically type in in the email, hey, our team is welcoming you to the org. Click on the link. They'll be able to click it and then flip through it. And we can actually track metrics on which videos have been watched, et cetera. And we can embed buttons in each individual video. For example, if one of the videos says, hey, next step is going to be for you to sign up on Workday. You can actually attach the link to log in to Workday and create your account in the video. So you can actually click it, take go to Workday and actually finish their registration process. And we've seen close to 100% consumption rate on those. People mm-hmm. want to watch, they want to learn because they don't want to just come in and say, oh, who is this person? Who is this person? It's a really nice quick preview. Think of it like Tinder almost, like being able to swipe through people and see who it is. And we've seen that work. Next way we're seeing that as well is policies. Sharing your organization's policies, mission and vision, et cetera. Like the CEO welcoming someone in. What is the goal of the organization? What you're doing? Our customers in banking are doing that a lot. We see them talking about policy, compliance, what to say and what not to say in a banking environment, things like that. And we've seen those videos be a part of the audience. Do you see this expanding into more a mass consumer space? I know there's like Vidyard and there's a couple of other players. I use Loom on a daily basis in my day job. Is that a potential market for you as well in the future? Um, absolutely. And 
a lot of our current customers' marketing teams are approaching JotPixel, and they're using us for customer testimonials and other tools. But we like to stay focused on TA right now because, you know, there's still not a shining star that leads this industry in video. We plan to do that. And then once that happens, the sky's the limit in terms of where we can expand. But a lot of our customers are coming to us to use us for other, you know, capabilities. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I want you to take out your crystal ball. Yes. I'd love to get your thoughts on what you think is going to happen in talent acquisition for the rest of this year and going into next year. As you know, we're in a volatile moment as far as the economy, talent scarcity. It's very challenging out there. But what do you see? What are you hearing from your clients? I think consolidation is happening. A lot of organizations are letting go of tools that they're useless <laughs> to them. So if your tool is not providing value, you can't track ROI, the TA leader is probably going to cut you. And I support that completely because you don't want to spend your precious budget on things that are probably not hitting your bottom line. We're going to continue seeing that. I think more and more organizations are going to get acquired and combined to other organizations. I think our industry probably has the most point solutions out of every industry in the world, period. I think yeah. a lot of those are going to go away and there's going to be more places for platforms. The second thing is going to be more uh, focus on employer branding. This ridiculous growth of TikTok is not unnoticed. Every head of TA I meet is like, I'm seeing TikTok videos, day in the life videos, et cetera. They talk about that a lot. I did not see that happen two years ago. Right mm. now, it's changing. Even if you guys are on LinkedIn, you're seeing a lot of video, I'm sure. Yeah, it's crazy. Even from some organization that I never even expected to make video. I was like, oh my God, that's actually really crazy. Without naming names, of course. Some organizations, I was like, you guys are so old school. I would not have even imagined you making video, but they're starting to do that. And it's so exciting to see. So we're starting to see more organizations realizing that the only way to attract the newer generation, like Gen Z, for example, is to use video content. The last one would be more seat on the table for talent acquisition, which I am praying for every single day. I hate it when CEOs are saying talent is our most important thing in the organization. And then you go to talent acquisition and the poor things are sitting in the corner with basically no budget, asking for money all the time, and they're not even involved in all the decision making. That's, that's our fault. Omar, I'm going to say that is talent acquisition's fault. We have not built it. Tell me what. We've always been under the HR umbrella. We think in HR think, not in business think, right? We are not building the cases of why additional budget is going to bring more revenue. Unless we come in and we demand that seat at the table by delivering business results, we're never going to have a seat at the table. But I will say there is exceptions. We are seeing a lot more senior leaderships in HR coming from talent acquisition that 10 years ago, we never saw that, right, Shelly? I, I would also add to that to say that talent acquisition, so long as it resides under HR, their whole job is to save the company money. So unfortunately, if you are stuck in the corner, it is because your organization does not value talent acquisition. They see it as a necessary evil. And I think those are the organizations that, of course, would they ever use video? No, I don't think so. I think it's those that are forward thinking. It's those that understand the power of image and the power of seeing something live. I am looking forward to the day where job descriptions don't exist anymore. Like, honestly, when someone can tell you in under two minutes, like I should be able to explain in under 45 seconds what I do. 
versus using an HR document. I really like what you said there, Omar, the power of video and the, the coming generations. But I'd be interested to see what some of the demographics are, because I think when it comes to video, whether it's Reels or whether it was TikTok, regardless of the platform, I don't think it's generation specific. Do you remember that show? It was called America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh my God, of course. That 3 a.m. at night when they start playing. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so we all grew up on that. That is where it really began. Like to see what life is like inside an organization. And you can't do that with a job description. You can't do that with still images. You just can't. Or the cringy overproduced recruitment videos that show a truck driver in fully beautifully colored shirt that is ironed with perfect hair. full face of makeup, because that's what a truck driver looks like, right? No. Well, it's so funny that you say that because I've done that, right? I was working with a trucking company and the head of marketing was all over overproduction. And we ended up working on it for six months and it came out and it had no distribution at all. No one gave a fuck. Like no one cared about it. But to your earlier point, and I think you're in a good position because I think video is going to become table stake in the world of talent acquisition to exactly the points that you've said. This is how most generation consume content right now, mm-hmm. right? So what's next for you? Do you want to exit? Do you want to grow the company a particular size? Like, What do you want to do with it? We love what we do. Anthony and I and the team are really enjoying what we do. We love our customers. We love the impact we're making. We're growing very rapidly month over month. Lots of big enterprise accounts are coming our way. So we don't see us leaving this anytime soon. (laughs) I just love what I do, but we'll see what the future holds. I think just continuing to expand the business, expand our customer base and see what other use cases happen in the future to build this into a billion dollar business. If anyone wants to get a hold of you, Omar, what's the easiest way to get a hold of you? What's the easiest way to get a hold of JobPixel? So jobpixel.com is where you go to get jobpixel. And for me, it's Omar Khatib. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Feel free to follow me, send me a message. I respond to everyone. I love responding to people and meeting new folks. So feel free to reach out to me. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Hopefully we're going to see you at Recfest or HR Tech. Of course. Oh, all right. Good. Okay. Well, we'll right. get to meet in real life. I'll see you in Nashville. All right. Can't wait. Okay. No well, drinking though. Oh. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Omar. Omar. See you soon. Shelly, let's face it. Texting candidates is the easiest way to hire quicker today. But your cell phone doesn't connect to your ATS. You're sharing your personal number with strangers. That's pretty scary, right, Shelly? And mm. it's not even legally compliant. Mm, this is where our friends at Rectex come in. They've created simple yet powerful text recruiting software that works with your ATS. Plus, it's designed by recruiters for recruiters, so you know it works. To learn more and book a demo, visit www.rectxt.com, mention the Recruitment Flex, and get 10% off annual plans. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so.